0: Hello and welcome to episode 21 of United United featuring match day fourteen with me, Dave and Jem. Hi Jem. Hello. Hello there.
1: How are you today? Very well, thanks, Dave. How about yourself?
0: Yeah fair to middling, I'd say. Yeah, sure. Um I'm gonna start with you, Jem. Man United, you predicted a 2-1 win against Arsenal. Mm. So get Your predictions are doing quite well recently. So, tell us about this game.
1: Yeah, you're right, Dave. They are going quite well at the minute. Um, The most important thing is a win. We got the 3-2 win over Arsenal. Um, It was inevitable, really, wasn't it? Against Mikel Arteta, the PE teacher. Um, (laughs) uh, I mean, it was amazing, Dave. Ronaldo, 801 goals in football. Um, There's no arguing now that he's the greatest of all time. Uh, In midweek, actually the other you know person that people hold ronaldo against is messi obviously uh he was he just won the ballon d'or well he robbed the ballon d'or really and um they got a 0-0 draw against nice so that shows the levels between um ronaldo and messi messi can't even you know perform in a farmers league and ronaldo's you know scoring two in a premier league game so just want to get that out there because there's a few um messi fans that are uh, Really starting to annoy me recently. Um, I want to talk about uh, Fred Dave. It's, it's <laughs> the most I know you watched the game, and uh, mm-hmm. it was the most up and down performance I've ever seen in a football player. Uh, I just don't know how it can go from zero to a hundred, and then back down to zero, and then back up to a hundred.
0: <laughs> it's just amazing.
1: All right, um, and I, 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 you know, I praised him recently for um, you did. An okay performance, defensively, not offensively. But um, this time, he seemed to do good things defensively, good things offensively, and then really bad things on both parts. So I just want to say, you know, he stands on De Gea's foot. De Gea <laughs> rolls around on the floor like an idiot. He needs to get up. And then Arsenal put the ball in the back of the net. Obviously, it had to be Fred. Um, He's just winding me up at this point. Yeah. Then he gets an assist. Then he goes back down the other end and gives a free kick away on the edge of the area, uh, which Arsenal will score from. Then he tries a first time pass over the top, thinking that is Ronaldinho. The ball goes out for a throw in. It was it, This was one of the worst passes I've ever seen. <laughs> and then he wins a penalty, Dave. So it was just so up and down. I, I just couldn't believe my eyes really. And just to finish with this game, well, with my points anyway, Michael Carrick, um, 67% win percentage at Manchester United, which makes him the most successful Manchester United manager. Um, well, I mean, I say successful, the, the manager with the most win, win percentage. Yeah. Uh, and he announces he's going to leave. We should be keeping that man on, Dave. That man is revolutionary, like I've said before. And he he just deserves his chance. I know he was with Ollie, I know I gave him a lot of stick, the coaching staff behind him. But I've changed my mind, Dave. He is a, Lan- uh, a Man United legend. <laughs> and he deserves the respect of staying on with Ralph Ragnick's um, coaching team and I mean, you know, like I said, two wins from three games, you know, three big games. I mean, brilliant.
0: I think um, he's done the honorable thing, Jem. He's done the honorable thing. Mike Phelan's hiding somewhere <laughs> <laughs> in case. Ragn- Ragn- I'm going to not, can't call him Ragnick. R- Rangorak. Ragnarak. R- yeah, nice Hang on. We're getting there. Ragnarok <laughs> is looking for him. Mm. Um, and Carrick's done the honorable thing yeah he's he's decided he was part of the problem, and he's gone, so you can't you can't say fairer than that Jim um as for Fred, well you know he stood on your goalkeeper's foot <laughs> <laughs> he just he just stood on your goalkeeper's foot and crippled your keeper. He went down. It's just incredible. And then Smith Rowe just bangs it in the empty net. I thought you were going to say that the goal shouldn't have stood, but I think you that that would be defending the indefensible. Um, he's just incredible. He's well. In fact, I messaged you, didn't I? He's incredible. That's what he is. He's incredible. He's incredible. And something I want to say about Fred. I heard Rangnick um, his his conference press conference yesterday, I think, and he said about United's sort of haphazard style of football at the moment, and he said, there are going to be no more coincidences, which was an interesting, <laughs> did you hear that? Interesting <laughs> phrase, no more coincidences. And the coincidence I thought of was um, like Fred wandering onto a Premier League football pitch. That's a coincidence that
1: needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so Sensational. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I, know, I know I say some, you know, some absolute rubbish sometimes, but That goal had to stand, yeah. Uh, and and I mean, I mean, I was angry at the hair more than Fred, I'm not gonna lie. But Fred, when you watch it back, it's like he does it on purpose, it's like he does it on purpose. He wants people to just give him stick so that he can go and get the assist, go and get the uh penalty, and then people can forget about you know the rest of his performance. So amazing, uh, and yeah, Fred on a Premier League pitch. I mean, unless Ragnarok can. You know, work a miracle, Dave. I think my patience is... Oh, it's already been... It's already gone. My patience is gone.
0: As for your little um, comment about Ronaldo, of course, I'm going to actually agree with you there, Jim, because um, Messi's part of the tick attacker, the anti-football, which I've ranted <laughs> on about before. So there's no way I can possibly support Messi in anything. Mm. Um, he is anti-football. So if it's him or Ronaldo, I'm picking Ronaldo every time. So yep. I'm with you on that one, Jem. I've got to say.
1: Thanks, Dave. That's 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 good. That's what we want to hear.
0: Yeah, a bit of solidarity there for the for the old man, for the old for the thirty-six year old. Um he did well though, Jem. I've got to say he, he did well for a change. And mm. um I think Ragnarok's big challenge is fitting him into a system. Mm. Um and that's that's what I'm looking forward to seeing, what this system's gonna be. So yeah, very good, Jem. Anything else
1: um, you wanted to talk about there? No, nothing else for me. Uh Um, No, I mentioned Arteta as the PE teacher. Never wanted him at Man United. Uh, Well, I don't think I said that, did I, Dave? Uh, (laughs) Never said that, no. But yeah, like you say there, I'll just mention our next game. Um, Mm. When you said about fitting Ronaldo in, Mm. it obviously will be Ralph's first game. Yeah. Three days after the Arsenal game Mm -hmm. against Palace, against Vieira, Dave. Old Trafford so um, this should be interesting well you know
0: I've been praising singing Fiera's praises for a long time now as you know Jem. so watch out he's got <laughs> he's a well organised manager with a well organised team uh,
1: so I think they could give you a lot of problems there Gem um, Conor Gallagher yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean you're right they've got some dangerous players they beat City at home um, however I'm p- predicting a 3-1 win to United very bold very bold and
0: optimistic. We we will see and we will see if Fiera um manages to keep this high standard that he set. Uh obviously he's going for the Arsenal job. So we'll see how that goes.
1: So obviously I'm happy Dave. Mhm. Um after midweek results. Oh, it was the Amazon Prime uh games we should we should remember.
0: Yeah, you had six screens running.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I did. Oh. And um <laughs> You didn't seem too happy to me, Dave, midweek when I spoke to you. Um, yeah. What went on?
0: Well, I went to the Brighton game, West Ham-Brighton. Um, first of all, I'll start with the good parts. Um, so what were the good parts? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Charlie's 30th birthday the day before. So um, I managed to get a picture of him and his little baby George in the match day programme. So that was nice. That was a oh, good, very nice. good start. Good start to the game. Um and he was happy with that because he came with me. So a little, little birthday celebration. Um but it quickly turned from a celebration into a nightmare because yes, we went one nil up early on from uh I don't know if you know this, Jen, but we s we, we sometimes we score from corners and uh we managed to score from yet another corner. Um I think it was like 18 goals or 19 goals this season from cor- you know, from set pieces from corners. Mm-hmm. To go one nil up, but it was one of those things. We scored very early, and you just in the back of your mind you're thinking, "Are we now going to hang on for like 88 minutes?" And I've got to be fair to Brighton; they actually played us off the park. They, such a composed side um, and a high pressing side, which we couldn't cope with. And what we noticed was, if we tried to pass our way out of defence, the ball would, Brighton would get the ball immediately if we hoofed our way out of defence, their defenders weren't actually very good. So that was actually the tactic, right? Hoof your way out of defence, then press their defender as the ball drops and you're likely to win possession. Mm. But we didn't do that. We carried on trying to play our way out of defence. And uh, it was inevitable, right, we're going to score sooner or later. It turned out to be later. But I'm going to come on straight on to my most frustrating people of the week. And that is VAR. <laughs> All right, One nil up. We score a second goal early in the second half. Um, it's, a, it's another corner. The ball ricochets around and goes in. So then we're sitting in the stadium and this is where, you know, VAR, this is where they've got a lot to think about. So five minutes this decision took, Jem. Five minutes. And I'm not exaggerating. It was five minutes. In the stadium, you don't know what's going on, except on the screen it says checking possible offside. Or possible foul, first of all, because we all saw Dawson push over one of their players. Somehow that was okay. Then um, it says check impossible offside, and that goes on for another two or three minutes. And then the goal's disallowed. And it's like you felt like they were trying to find a reason to disallow it. That's what it felt like in the stadium. And then I go home and watch it because I didn't know what was, I didn't know what would happen. So I go home and watch it. And it turns out the ball ricocheted around and bobbled in. And it came off dunk, I think, and then brushed Antonio's sock. And because it didn't come off dunk, um, it didn't come off dunk on purpose because it was an accidental ricochet. And because Antonio was in front of the keeper but behind the last defender, or if that makes sense, there was only the keeper between him and the goal. Mm. Apparently, that counts as offside. I mean, football and their rules... Apparently, that's offside. Now, I've got a real problem with this because, yeah, technically, I can see where they got to. But this has got to be clear and obvious, Gem. This has got to be clear and obvious. Mm. And I've looked at that footage several times, and I don't think it's a clear and obvious error. No. It's not a clear and obvious error. And 2-0, that would have made for, instead of a one-draw, one, one draw, it would have been a two-all draw, which would have been a bit more exciting because Brighton would have still come back. But, you know, 2-0 no, could have... Could have We haven't beaten Brighton since they've been back in the Premier League, Jim. They are our bogey team. (laughs) They're almost as frustrating as the VAR lot. So it was inevitable that once that goal wasn't allowed, was disallowed, then two minutes to go, you think you're hanging on. And Mope comes up with some ridiculous (laughs) flick over his head from Lamptey, who he comes on and we counter that by putting Masuaku and Ben Johnson on him. And he still gets past him, and then crosses for Lamp uh, for Mope to do some, as I say, crazy overhead kick to score. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's inevitability all over it and one all. So very, very frustrating, disappointing game. But yeah, VAR, I've got a lot to answer for, Jim. don't know what your thoughts on it are.
1: Well, I can feel your pain, Dave. Definitely. I think the listeners will be able to feel your pain as well. Um, First of all, you know, you say they're your bogey team. They are. However, they've got the magical potter in charge of their team. <laughs> so, you know, they were always going to pull out some tricks to, <laughs> to make the game a tough one for you guys. But, um, I mean, <laughs> it just had to be Mope. It had to be. As soon as I saw it, it was Mope who finished. I just thought, oh, God. All right, just to, it just makes it worse, Dave. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than conceding. I mean, conceding to Brighton is hard enough, but conceding to Mope. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the most, well, frustrating people in football with his attitude of football. I mean, you've got to like him. If he's on your team, you'd like it, but yeah. he, he really does wind a lot of fans up and other players, actually. Um, yeah. And it was a great finish. However, you mentioned... Uh, my man Lamptey, who I was praising in the previous episode, um, I've been getting laughed at a bit recently, Dave. Um, I've been calling Lamptey to United for a bit, and a few of my Man United fans are, oh, you no, know, we, you know, we need an experienced right back. Lamptey, like you've just said, he, he draws two players to him. West Ham are putting two players on him. He's that good. And he, he puts an amazing cross in, and yeah, not a bad finish, but it's all about the cross. It's all about the cross. <laughs> Lamptee, what a player, Dave. Um, I warned you about him. And, you know, you, is, this comes out to the butterfly effect, Dave. If you had passed this information on to someone at the ground, mm-hmm. and then that information got passed on and passed on and passed on, then David Moyes might have got someone to, you know, hold Lamptey in the changing rooms while the game was going on. I don't know, <laughs> something like that. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to warn you about this, Dave, and um, it seems like David Moyes just didn't have a plan for him well it's interesting you talk about the
0: butterfly effect because um you know maybe now i'm thinking about it now i'm reflecting on it maybe um me going was responsible for the loss <laughs> you know because as you I've didn't said, lose dave you didn't lose rather well, defeat well it felt like a loss jim Thank, <laughs> thanks thanks for reminding me um but maybe it was responsible for for the one or draw because you know bumping into people bumping into people bumping into people changed the whole course of in the events of that evening so actually i need to basically take responsibility for this well i'm going to blame charlie i mean it's probably him wasn't it bumping into people so let's uh, he's a big lad so let's say um it's charlie's fault um charlie if you're listening uh sorry to dump that one on you but someone's got to take the blame for this uh what? On Mope, oh happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Charlie. Yeah. Um and on Mope. Um he West Ham fans will understand this when I say this. He is the new Glenn Murray for us. Glenn Murray always used to score against us. Really? Uh, yeah. And now Mope's come along and done it. So that's very, that's very disappointing. And then the other comment I just want to make, Antonio, Antonio Um just a shocking performance. Ever since he took that private jet. He's not mm. the same player. I think nope. he's leading a playboy lifestyle. Um, it's all gone to his head. He, he's just not the same player. We're playing Chelsea. I'll come on to that, actually. We're playing Chelsea, our next game, in a few minutes because we're recording this on Saturday morning and it's, uh, what's time now? 11 o'clock. So in about an nope. hour and a half, we're playing Chelsea. And if he doesn't pull his finger out, um, <laughs> well, I don't know what we're going to do, actually, because we've got no other strikers. If he doesn't pull his finger out, we won't get a shot on target. That's basically what I'm gonna say. So uh Antonio, if you're listening, you're better than this. Get back to where you were, get back to where you once belonged, as uh, the Beatles might say. And
1: uh we're looking for a good performance from you. So babe, if we if if we look at the Brighton side of this, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. the bright side of this. <laughs> um <laughs> always look on the brighton side of life. Yeah, you're still fourth. You know, that's, yeah, that's, somehow it uh, can be happy. The quintuple is still on. Um, <laughs> and I, I just want you know, a couple of exciting bits of news here, Dave. Yeah. this morning that I saw Lingard could be back in January. Yeah, and um, one of Pep's boys could be uh, on his way to, to West Ham. It's like Nathan Aki <laughs> may get a chance at the, um, at West Ham in January. So that's not that's exciting, right.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, has he been doing anything <laughs> at City apart from sitting in the reserve somewhere? Um, surely, I don't know. But yeah, I will take Lingard back. Obviously, um, quality player for us, uh, and we need him. We need that. We need that link player. So, Aki, we need somebody because I tell you what, the Dawson, uh, the Dawson experiment isn't working out. Um, Dawson and Zuma, honestly, it's panic stations. It panic stations at the back. So much as we all love Big Craig, Big Doors, it's not working. And maybe, maybe we'll have to try um, a Diop and Zuma. We just need to experiment yeah. a bit with the back because we've only got three central defenders now. So, and it's a big program coming up, Gem, isn't it? It's a big it period of games. So we 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 really need to sort that out because yes, we're third, fourth, but we've only taken one point from the last available nine, and that's relegation form, Gem. So. <laughs> I agree with you. The quintuple is still on and, you know, now 16 points to go just to in the <laughs> Premier League. That's the way to look at it.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a good point. So,
0: so yeah, that's, uh, that's my, that's my teams and your teams. Jen, before we move on to our second teams, um, I think we, something we didn't talk about before this podcast starts started. So um, I'm going to sort of spring this on you a bit. But we had we asked for some readers um, interaction, didn't we? <laughs> we did, and we got a reader's comment on Instagram. We did. Have you read this comment? I think you have, haven't you? I hope you have.
1: I have. I have. I sent him a message um, actually.
0: So this is from Jamie. Yep. And can you remember? Do you want me to read the message out, or do you, can you
1: remember what it said? I, I can remember it, Dave. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I think it was a good point. I think it's a fair point. Uh, so t-
0: tell the listeners what the point was cuz you talked about <laughs> most of our fans or no not most of our fans most football fans get their knowledge from playing FIFA get their football knowledge from playing FIFA i think that's what you said last week
1: Yeah, or, or football manager yeah i did i did or attack football manager, a few yeah. i did attack a few football fans yeah i think it's deserved yep. um and you know i didn't target anyone i just said you know the majority <laughs> um, and most people <laughs> You know, when you go to a football game, you hear people, you know, talking in the stands, and it's just like, "What are you talking about?" Anyway, Jamie raised a good point. Um, he said he, he, he brought said. to my attention, yeah, the the um, Ben Breton Diaz um, situation. So, some kid had been playing football manager over the last few years, uh, and then he noticed that Ben Britton Diaz, who plays for Blackburn Rovers, uh, who, well, is originally English, has. Chilean uh I don't know ancestry or something I don't know something in his in his family. Yep. And Ben Brewster Diaz is eligible for Chile. He, he can go and play in them games. So, you know, he's been doing amazing. He's been playing for Chile and he's, he's been back in the championship in the in League 1 and tearing it up there as well. Um and Jamie reminded me that special things like that can happen, Dave. Just by people playing Football Manager and FIFA so it's a good point well made it is a good point however (laughs) here we go however (laughs) I just want to you know remind Jamie brace yourself uh, Jamie you know there's a certain someone who we both know uh, rates players from FIFA so Mm -hmm. if I don't know Fred has had a bad game you've got to give him a chance because he's got 81 pace on FIFA you know Jamie will find that funny Uh, and you will know what I'm talking about but yes let's just not you know jump to conclusions here is what I say sometimes it can work but the majority of the time we have the problem yeah so is is that all right Dave did you want to (laughs) no I've got I'm not going to get involved in this gem Um,
0: other than to say thanks to Jamie for raising that very interesting point I didn't even know about this this thing about this player who was eligible for
1: Chile and is he actually
0: playing for Chile now? Is that, is that... He,
1: he played in the World Cup qualifiers and he wow. absolutely tore it up, Dave? Honestly, he 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 scored loads of goals. He's playing alongside Alexis Sanchez, Arturo Vidal, you know, all them sort of players. And it is a very good point. And 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 just just on Jamie, happy birthday to Jamie. It's uh, the 4th of December today, and it's his birthday. So
0: oh wow. Um, happy birthday, Jamie. So it's all worked out. Yeah, good
1: um, good good timing,
0: that was very good. Okay, Jamie or anybody else, if you'd like to comment on any of the nonsense we talk about, um, please feel free to uh comment on, on Instagram. Uh our account is United United Podcast. All one word. Good. That's a good bit of that's our first, in fact, bit of um listener interaction. Very good. So that's excellent. Thank you, Jamie. Uh I think on to our second teams. Jem. Mm. Um, I don't think there's good news anywhere. <laughs> You want to start with your debacle of supporting Everton this week?
1: Yeah, I mean, toughies toughies toughies, Uh just what on earth are they doing? Um, <laughs> somehow Rafa has still not been sacked. Yeah. Uh 4 1 loss for us. Um just just a shambles, really. I mean, you know, you thought they were going to get back into it with the goal. Yeah. Um Gray scored a nice goal, actually. He did score a nice goal, but no good at all. Yeah. No good at all. They 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 just look I just don't like a Premier League side at the minute. I think they're bottom of the form table in the last six or seven games, Dave. So, not to good you, at all. To use your word, shambles,
0: I think, Jim, I <laughs> would say about them.
1: It is a shambles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's, um, not, there's not much more to say. Liverpool juggernaut cruises on. And they're cruising to Wolves,
1: to to Molyneux. They are. They uh, will travel to Molyneux today. Um, and... Wolves are one of them teams, Dave. I've got, a, I've got a, one of my very good mates is a Wolves fan, and he he says this all the time. They're one of them teams where they could be unbelievable. They could play like prime Real Madrid, hmm. or they could play like I don't know, Ultrinkton Town or something. I don't know. Um, sorry if we've got any Trinkham, uh fans. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to think about this, Dave. It depends. It depends who turns up. Adama yeah. Traore, if he fancies it today. You can just rip defenses apart, yeah. But it's just it's a difficult one. But I'm going to be confident, Dave, and I'm going to say one-one. Okay,
0: that's that's that would be that would be a good result for for us Wolves fans today, we're all supporting Wolves today. Um, I'm going to go to mine, Gem, and yeah, and more disappointment. Spurs were home to Brentford, mm. and you know Brentford they've been doing all right recently. I was hoping. For good things here, uh, and Spurs ran out easy, comfortable 2 0 winners. Unfortunately, uh, I watched a bit of this game, not much. I watched a little bit of it, but I did watch the last ten minutes. And Brentford actually started, only bothered to start playing in the last ten minutes. And caused Spurs one or two problems, but unfortunately, uh, yeah, my team Brentford, the bees, let me down. So, and then to make matters worse. <laughs> this is like, this is like the worst case scenario. Um, I've now got to support Dean Smith and Norwich <laughs> tomorrow, because <laughs> Spurs are at home to Norwich. Oh for God's sake! Um, so Spurs are at home to Norwich, and I've now got to say, Dean Smith, what a manager! What a manager! I mean, he is inspirational for my team, Norwich. Gem, um, I'm so pleased that. I'm not sure if Villa sacked him or whether he saw an opportunity to get himself sacked so he could get over to Norwich and <laughs> mastermind their recovery. He's doing a great job, Jem Jem. Amazing manager. I've always said it. Um we all we all love him. And he's at Norwich, amazing team. Who are on a good run at the moment, Jem. So I'm really expecting my team Norwich to um to get one over on Spurs. Mm. So yeah. I'm gonna predict a five nil win to Norwich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it, Dave. I love I love the confidence in, in that manager. Well, I mean, you've always loved this, him.
0: Isn't it? We've always said it. We've always said it, Jim. We've always rated him. Don't know mm. why Villa got rid of him. Yep. So, yeah, very much looking forward to being a canary for the weekend. Mm. So... Let's, be you. <laughs> Let's be having you. Let's be having you indeed. So, yeah. Oh,
1: God. That I, I th- I, you can be confident about that, Dave. Be confident about that. Yeah. Dean, Dean Smith will have a plan. And like I said, they've been on great form since it's come in. They're, they're unbeaten, right?
0: They are unbeaten, unbeaten since. 1 1 and John 1, I think. Yeah. So, so we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yep. So that's it, Gem. That's, that's today's podcast, I think. Oh, I'll tell you what we haven't done. Your most Fred, Have we done your most fridge No, we,
1: no, we haven't. No. Um, we so. need to. Uh, I, I was going to leave this. Uh, I, I could have said it a minute ago, actually, but I thought I'd leave this because I need to make a big point about this, Dave. A very big point. Um, so it's to do with the uh, Liverpool-Everton game, Dave. Yeah. Uh, well, First of all, I'd like to say the referee was atrocious. Um, I think it was Paul Tierney. Uh, just absolutely abysmal. It's a derby. And he's giving bookings for pulling someone's shirt on the edge of the box. Like It's not like they're going to go and counter from it. Um, so first of all, I'd just like to get him out of the way. He he deserves a mention for his performance. Yep. But my most frustrating person... I'm, I'm just getting sick to death of this, Dave. Um, <laughs> two more Liverpool fans running onto the pitch <laughs> and asking for the Liverpool players' shirts. <laughs> Liverpool players, they must have listened to my anger and they refused to give them the shirts, which is good. Good. They gave it to They gave it. To someone sat in the crowd. What they're there to do, you know, yep. to support the team from the cro- from the stands, Dave. Yep. Um, not run onto the pitch and beg on your knees for a shirt. Yeah. And it was two more little teenagers again. Um, disgusting. <laughs> Why on earth is this becoming a theme, Dave? Why on earth is no one putting a stop to this? This is a big problem in football. Um, Imagine one of these fans or criminals runs onto the pitch and <laughs> attacks a player. I mean, it's just disgusting, Dave. It's, all my words will come in now. It is atrocious. It is shambolic. It is disgusting. It is a disgrace. I'm sick of it. I can't stand it anymore, Dave. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you why it's still happening, Jim, because you've advocated prison sentences for these for these teenagers and these youngsters I think that nine-year-old in particular at Spurs. And the courts aren't complying. Now, at least we've got the Liverpool players. They're no longer accomplices in the crimes that are being committed. So, we're still getting
1: trespass. Um, Was
0: there any theft um, in that game?
1: Uh, I don't know, Dave. They run off to the other side of the stadium, so maybe they did. Maybe they did. Right. So, because we had the theft of the match ball the other day, didn't we? Yep, we did. Um, So, we're still getting trespass.
0: And then until the police and the courts, until the police prosecute these people, or arrest these people let's say and then the, the courts prosecute these people um, it's going to continue gem so I think what we're saying is is all young fans all young over exuberant fans invading the pitch put them in jail for what 90 days agreed that's that's what I'm just I'm just that's what you're advocating. Is that that is that am I putting the words into your mouth here, Jim?
1: Of course, you are, Dave. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, what do you need? You need a hundred thousand um signatures for a petition to go to you know be spoken up in, in government in parliament, sorry. So, yeah. um, so you know, I'm just going to write down a few names now. So, we've got enough listeners here, I think. We've got so there's me, you, <laughs> Jamie. Uh, I'm sure I'll get back to you on the rest of the people, but I'm sure there's enough listeners on here to get us, you know. <laughs> Goes into Parliament, but it's disgusting, Dave. I just I can't believe this is allowed. There should be more punishment. This this is this has all come from that stupid little Tottenham fan.
0: It has. He started. He said it. it. scene. He started it, and then the Spurs, the Spurs players, Jem, they should be arrested as well because they were accomplices, weren't they? They they they, were. they it was Kane, wasn't it? They were. Kane should be arrested. Yep um prosecuted and locked up for that for his part in that because look what's happened since, it's opened the floodgates and here we are with young fans
1: running onto the pitch at the end of the games trying to get souvenirs, it's, yeah. got, to, it's got to stop. Agreed Dave, uh, you know what, I, I, I've got a feeling I can I can imagine what the Liverpool fans listening to this are thinking now Um he goes, "Oh, imagine if that was in Man United you wouldn't be bringing the same attitude or if it was West Ham you wouldn't be bringing the same attitude yes we would, okay <laughs> They are an embarrassment to our club if they do that. But luckily we haven't got fans that are stupid enough to do that. Um so well if even if we do in the future, I will I'll call them out, don't you worry. Yep. So um I, I know what's gonna happen now, Dave. Someone's gonna uh bring up a video of Chesterfield fans running onto the pitch in twenty twelve, I think it was. <laughs> and uh I may have been one of them when we got <laughs> promoted to League One. So uh <laughs> Maybe I should uh, retract what I say, but no, everyone gets my point. It's disgusting. Um, We need to get we need we need to put a stop to this. Yeah, it's a new campaign, Jim. It's a new
0: campaign. Right. Um, I've just got one other tiny reflection, just to complete my own misery, Jim. Um, I'm going to go back to the West Ham game before we finish, and just remind myself and remind the listeners: not only was there that VAR goal, but the goal we conceded to Mope, who is the new Glenn Murray, we conceded it with 10 men against 10 men, Jem. I've just remembered that bit. That was a, that was a bit of a nightmare that I blanked out. I just need to come back to that and tell the listeners that before someone writes in. We conceded it against 10 men. <laughs> oh, honestly, I'm going to have to go and have a lie down now, Jem. I've, now I've remembered that. Yeah. So I just needed to get that bit in. Well, you've got a game in an hour, Dave, so uh, you best... <laughs> <laughs> I need to go and have a light down and then get warmed up again, don't I?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go
0: around and watch this game with Josie, um, her partner Robbie, and Eddie the Greyhound. Brilliant. So I can report back on how that went.
1: Yep. At the next one. Sounds good. Um, all the best to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cheers. I'm going to need it. Okay. I think we're done, aren't we? I believe so, yes. Um... So... That's you us think- for another another yeah. podcast, another yep. one in the in the bag, and we'll speak to the listeners again soon.
1: Yep, see you soon.
0: See you, Jamie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bye.